great to visit、um, BCCC a number of times over the years. 我高興再次見到你哋。我誒開啲幾年嚟誒周不時，我哋我我都會嚟同你哋誒講道。And I'm delighted to be able to continue the series looking at Jesus in the Psalms with you this morning. 我今日好高興繼續繼續同大家分享主耶穌喺同埋詩篇嗰個嘅聯繫。Um, and we'll be looking at Psalm 41 that was just read out. So please keep your Bibles open if you have it there. 我哋會係睇誒詩篇四一篇，所以你手上嘅聖經嘅話，你可以係打開誒聖經。Many of you would be familiar with、uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by C.S. Lewis,、um, and it features a showdown between Aslan the Lion and the evil White Witch. 但係唔知大家有冇睇過 C.S. Lewis 嘅名著？係講到呢個獅子同埋呢個女巫嘅。The witch claims her right to the blood of Edmund, a boy who betrayed his brothers and sisters、um, for an offer of Turkish delight。咁咧有一個細蚊仔叫 Edmund， 咁佢咧就出賣咗佢個親生兄弟姊妹，咁因此咧呢個女巫咧就有權去殺佢。And she cites the ancient laws of Narnia and says. Every traitor belongs to me as my lawful prey. For every treachery, I have a right to kill. 咁你佢係根據引用係呢個 Lenaria 呢個遠古嘅律法法律，呢個女巫係有權去殺害所有係出賣者嘅生命。Edmund is only spared after Aslan makes a private arrangement with the witch. 咁當呢個阿斯蘭呢個獅子同佢係同呢個女巫有一個嘅啊討討論之後咧，咁呢個 Edmund 咧就係被釋放。Shortly after Edmund's sisters Lucy and Susan witness Aslan being tied down on a stone tablet and being slain by his wicked adversary。咁但係之後咧，誒誒呢 Edmund 嘅兄弟姊妹咧就好驚訝咁發覺呢阿斯蘭呢個獅子咧。The girls are shocked by the death of this majestic lion. 對於呢個阿斯蘭呢個獅子被殺害咧，啊呢啲嘅佢嘅兄弟姊妹係好震驚。But they're even more astonished by his sudden return to life. 但係突然間佢哋更驚訝就係睇到呢個阿斯蘭呢個獅子咧係竟然復活過嚟。What explanation can be given for this unexplained, unexpected resurrection? 到底係發生咗咩事咧？點解佢可以復活嘅咧 ？Well, Aslan tells the girls that the witch lacked knowledge of a special provision that was more ancient than the kingdom itself. 咁咧呢個阿斯蘭呢個獅子就解釋，佢話有一個更遠古嘅奧秘，就係就係呢個女巫佢係唔知道嘅。He tells them this. When a willing victim who committed no treachery was killed in a traitor's stead, the table would crack and death itself would start working backwards. 咁咧，佢就解釋就話有呢個更遠古奧秘，就話當一個係啊人佢冇犯過任何出賣人嘅，而佢甘願係代替呢個出賣者死亡嘅時候咧，咁呢張台就會裂開，咁佢生命咧就會還原。No one but Aslan saw this coming. 冇人知道呢一個嘅奧秘，只有阿斯蘭知道。But they could have if they knew that it had been spoken of long, long ago. 但係如果佢哋一早俾人啊講咗呢個奧秘咧，佢哋就唔會咁驚訝。Now we know that this story is one of many tributes to an event that changed 
history forever. Uh, while there's been many allusions to Jesus' death and resurrection in stories told around the world in the centuries since it occurred, have you ever stopped to wonder, was there any hint beforehand that this would happen? The New Testament says that Christ had to rise in accordance with the Scriptures. But it's clear that his disciples were clueless until after this had already happened. Even today, most Christians that I know would struggle to explain how the Old Testament anticipates the resurrection of God's Messiah. Like Aslan, Christ's resurrection was spoken of long ago. We just missed it. And our psalm this morning is one of those places where we can look back a thousand years before the birth of Christ and see the resurrection anticipated. Psalm 41 tells us what kind of Messiah will experience this resurrection. It tells us the hatred and the betrayal that he would experience before his death. And it helps us to see that there was always hope that God would raise his chosen king to life. In verses 1 to 4 of Psalm 41, we're told what kind of Messiah will experience this resurrection. Verse 1 says, Blessed is the one who considers the poor. Luke's Gospel makes it clear that Jesus fits this description. When Jesus reads a passage in the synagogue from Isaiah, which begins with these words, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Jesus was anointed as the Christ to minister to the poor and to the weak and to tell them the good news that God's kingdom had come. Listen to Psalm 41's promise to such a man. In 
In the day of trouble, Yahweh the Lord delivers him. Yahweh protects him and keeps him alive. Because Jesus considered the poor, cared for the weak, he was guaranteed God's protection and deliverance from his enemies. And he needs protection and deliverance because verses 5 to 9 tell us that the Messiah will endure hatred and betrayal just like his ancestor David did. Verse 5, My enemies say of me in malice, When will he die and his name perish? And we see in the Gospels that Jesus was hated in this way by the religious leaders of Jerusalem. For example, John 11 tells us of the conspiracy of the priests to murder Jesus. Verse 49, then one of them named Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, spoke up, saying, you know nothing at all. You do not realise that it is better for you that one man die for the people than that the whole nation should perish. Verse 53 says, So from that day on, they plotted to take his life. But as our psalm suggests, killing his body wasn't enough for them. They wanted to wipe his name out completely. They wanted him to be forgotten. After the horrendous shooting that happened in Christchurch back in March, the Prime Minister of New Zealand has consistently refused to speak the name of the killer. She wants to deny him fame. She wants his name to be forgotten. And that's how the Jewish leaders treat Christ. They hated him. They treated him like an evil criminal. They wanted his name to disappear from people's memory. In Acts, we read that after his resurrection, they were still furiously trying to prevent his disciples from speaking his name publicly. 
呢班嘅領袖係好努力咁樣去壓抑呢啲門徒去宣講神嘅名。And、they didn't believe that he was the risen Christ. And Psalm 41 verse 8 i sums up their attitude perfectly. A deadly thing is poured out on him. He will not rise again from where he lies. But worse. Then the murderous、uh, hatred of his enemies was the murderous betrayal that he experienced at the hand of one of his friends. 但系比啊，对于佢仇敌个憎恨同杀害更恐怖嘅一样嘅就系，佢系被佢最亲密嘅朋友所出卖。In John 13, Jesus reveals to his disciples that he knows that they are not all genuine. There is a traitor in their midst. 喺约翰福音第十三章嗰度曾经。啊！主耶穌講已經講咗俾啲門徒聽，佢話：你哋當中有一個會出賣我。John 13 verse 18, I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfil the passage of Scripture: He who shared my bread has turned against me. 喺約翰福音十三章嘅命令，主耶穌咁講到，佢話：我這話不是指著你們眾人説的。我知道我所揀選的是誰。現在要應驗經上的話，說同我吃飯的人用腳踢我。I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. 如今事情還沒有成就，我先要告訴你們，叫你們知道事情成就嘅時候可以信我是基督。And dropping down to verse twenty-one, he says, it says after he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit, and he testified. Very truly, I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. 咁耶稣讲完呢番话之后，心里好忧愁，佢就好明明咁话，佢话我实实在在的告诉你们，你们中间有一个要卖我。At the hour of his betrayal, Jesus was thinking of Psalm 41. 我哋知道喺耶稣被出卖嗰一刻，佢会想起诗篇呢一篇四十一篇。He wanted his disciples to know that, like David, he couldn't depend on some of those who were closest to him. He 警告佢，唔係佢佢佢想佢啲門徒知道就係話，就好似大衛一樣，佢唔可以係完全依賴佢最親密嘅人。But when they saw his betrayal happen, Jesus wanted them to know that this was a fulfilment of Scripture. 但係當呢班門徒睇到，系耶稣被出卖嘅时候，啲门徒就知道呢个系应验经上所记载嘅。The son of David must be betrayed by a close companion。大卫嘅儿子一定会被佢最亲密嘅人所出卖。And Jesus is saying, when this happens to me, you can be confident that I'm the Messiah that was anticipated by the Scriptures。所以主耶稣就对佢讲：佢话我先告诉你们。叫你哋喺事情成就咗之后，就可以信我就系基督。Now Jesus didn't refer to the remaining verses in Psalm 41. 虽然喺之后，诶主耶稣再冇引用过余下呢个四十一篇嗰个嘅经文。But it would be a mistake for us to think that they do not refer to him. 但系如果你觉得以后诶诗篇四十一篇以后所讲嘅唔关耶稣嘅事，咁你就错啦。What hope does God's king have when faced with hatred and betrayal? 当神嘅王系遇到
Well, Jesus knew that the Messiah would experience resurrection after rejection. Before his death, he told his disciples, the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. And again we see Psalm 41 anticipates this. Verse 10 says, But you, O Lord, be gracious to me and raise me up that I may repay them. Now, the Greek translation of the Old Testament uses the same word here for raise up that the Greek New Testament uses for resurrection. And so Christ's resurrection was a display of divine favour, of God's grace, in contrast to the rejection that he'd been shown by men. Psalm 41.11 says, By this I know that you delight in me. My enemy will not shout in triumph over me. Now, after hearing that, hear the words of the Jewish leaders when Jesus hung on the cross. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him now if he desires him. For he said, I am the Son of God. Now their words there are a direct fulfilment of Psalm 22 verse 8, but they seem to apply here to Psalm 41 as well. Jesus' enemies say, if God delights in him, let's see God come to his rescue. But Jesus dies on the cross without this deliverance. So, so it would seem that God wasn't that pleased with him after all. As his naked body hangs lifeless on the cross, his claim to be God's son looks absolutely ridiculous. But 
But as Paul tells us in Romans 1 verse 4, God declared to the world that Jesus was his son when he raised him from the dead. For Jesus, the resurrection was complete vindication and affirmation by God. For his enemies and his betrayer, it was a complete repudiation. As Peter tells, told those responsible for his death in Acts 4, the God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, the one who you killed by hanging him on a cross. But God exalted him to his own right hand as Prince and Saviour. And this directly fulfills David's words in Psalm 41, verse 12. The hatred of the Jewish leaders harmed him. But God's faithfulness to his chosen Messiah healed him. The love of the Father for his Son lifted him up out of the grave and exalted him forever. The one who was rejected by men was resurrected by God. If you believe that Jesus is alive today and that he's seated at the right hand of the Father in glory, then the message of Psalm 41 brings hope to you this morning. Christians need to have the hope that we too will be resurrected by God. Because Jesus promised that we'd experience the same kind of rejection that he did. In Luke 21, 16 to 17, Jesus says these words, You will be delivered up even by parents and brothers and relatives and friends, and some of you they will put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake. But he immediately gives them this promise. Not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your lives. 
喺主耶穌佢有呢個俾我哋一個應許就話，連你哋一根頭髮都唔會損壞，你哋要常存忍耐就保守靈魂，必得生命。Now how can this make sense？ 到底呢兩句話好咁誒咁衝突嘅、咁矛盾嘅，到底係點樣可以令到我哋明白咧 ？Some of you they will put to death， 有啲人你哋會被殺害。But Not a hair of your head will perish. 但系同一时间，佢又讲到你哋连一根头发都唔会损坏。Isn't that a contradiction? 呢个唔系好大嘅矛盾咩？前言不对后语咩 ？It isn't a contradiction if our hope is in being raised to life like Christ was. 如呢个一啲都唔矛盾。如果我哋相信，我哋盼望就喺复活嘅基督身上面。If you're a Christian, the worst that your enemies can do to you is kill you. 你作一個基督徒，你嘅敵人最大能夠害到你嘅，只不過係殺害你。But God has promised to undo that very thing and restore your body to life。但係神已經應許咗會將你哋被殺害還原過嚟，以恢復你嘅身體過嚟，使至你重新復活得到生命。But what about other threats to our life that might cause us to worry？ 但係我哋生命裏邊仲有好多其他嘅憂慮，去令到我哋擔心嘅。Perhaps we find an enemy within us. 或者我哋喺我哋里边亦都揾到我哋嘅敌人。When disease ravages your body, you have the resurrection hope of Psalm 41 verse 3. 我当我哋百病缠身嘅时候，我哋仍然可以喺诗篇第四十一篇三节揾到呢个复活嘅希望。The Lord sustains him on his sickbed. In his illness, you shall restore him to full health. 他病重在床。耶和华必扶持他，他在病中，你必给他铺床。When sin has made such a mess of your life that you feel like you've completely ruined everything, then you have the resurrection hope of verse four. 当我哋罪恶缠身，当我哋觉得我哋再冇得救嘅时候，呢篇嘅诗篇亦都成为我哋盼望嘅信息。O Lord, be gracious to me, heal me, for I have sinned against you. 耶和华，求你怜恤我，医治我，因为我得罪了你。Or perhaps you worry at times about external enemies， 或者你啊担心你外边嘅世界上嘅呢啲嘅嘅敌人。They might not be trying to kill you， but they seem to be intent on ruining your life。可能佢哋冇打算杀害你，但系佢哋可能会伤害你嘅伤害你，或者系毁坏你。The situations in Australia and in Hong Kong at present are quite different, but we are seeing a common reality. 所以我哋喺澳洲嘅情況同埋喺香港嘅情況係好似好唔同，但係我哋其實係面對同一個嘅現實。Christians in both societies have powerful enemies. 喺呢兩個社會裏邊，我哋基督徒亦都有好大嘅、有好好強大、好有能力嘅敵人面對。Taking a public stand for Jesus in your workplace, in your classroom, or online, could threaten your livelihood. 有可能喺公眾嘅地方，喺你嘅朋友中間去表明你自己係係基係基督徒嘅時候，你可能會受到好多嘅迫害。Here in Australia, it could cost you opportunities, your job, your reputation, potentially a lot of money. 喺澳洲，如果你係為基督緣故企硬嘅話，你可能影響到你嘅工作啦，你嘅聲譽啦，甚至你可能損失好多嘅金錢。In Hong Kong, in the not too distant future, perhaps it will cost 
people's liberty uh, or their place in society. But when faced with human hatred and oppression and rejection, we must cling to this hope that we have of divine love, of salvation and of resurrection. There is nothing of worth in this life that people can take away from us which God cannot restore a hundredfold in his eternal kingdom. Christians will experience resurrection just like Christ did and we need to start living more like this is true. Let me read from Romans 6 verses 3 to 5. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptised into Christ Jesus were baptised into his death? We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So as you follow Jesus this week, know that you can risk your health, wealth, reputation, career, even your life for the one who has promised to raise you to eternal glory and joy. As it says in Romans 8, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you that though no one else could see it coming, you had planned it long ago. 
It was your plan to defeat death. It was your plan to show us salvation and bring us salvation through the Lord who was rejected by men. I pray for those here this morning that as they trust in the Lord Jesus as their Saviour, they will know for sure that they will be raised to life just like he was. I pray that that will bring them comfort in this life when they suffer. And I pray that this truth would grant us all a courage when we face uh, the threats of people in this world. Help us to live in this hope this week and uh, onward into eternity. In your great name we pray. Amen. Amen.